I'm Laura Engel, Fox News Radio, and we are spending a few moments with none other than country music superstar Trace Atkins. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. You know that voice. I mean, that voice is just undeniable. When we hear it, we know it's you. Welcome to our studios. You're doing the rounds here at Fox, and we got a little time with you for radio, so that's very exciting. I've been to Fox several times. This may be the first time I've ever done Fox radio. I can't remember. Is that right? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm honored. Shame oh. on me. Yeah. Well, you've got, and I read also that you you do a little radio over at Sirius XM. Have, yeah. Are you still doing that? Yeah, I'm still doing it. I have a countdown show on Y2K. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm having a lot of fun doing that. I've been doing it for almost three years now. Right. I read that you uh, signed up with them in 2015, so uh, you've got yeah, some okay. years under your belt. How do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I, and I learned something on the, every Countdown show. My producer, um, Catherine, she really digs deep and always comes up with some kind of trivia that I didn't know. And so it's always it's a learning experience for me. It's, it's fun to you know, the writing end of the show and learning that stuff and putting it all together. It's fun. Okay, this is the first time I've ever sat down and talked to you. I could listen to you read the phone book. <laughs> <laughs> your your voice is just amazing. And uh, you use this voice, obviously, through all of the amazing albums and tours that you've done. And how many... How many did I read? You are up to how many albums out? Because uh, you got a new one. They say 12. Yeah. They say, they say 12. Because I read 11 and then I read 12. So. Well, I say 13. Uh, this is officially my 12th country album, um, you know, studio album. They've, they've, you know, they put out some greatest hits albums, but this is my 12th studio album. But I did a Christmas album that, that, that the record labels don't count, so... Anyway, oh, 12, okay. 13, who well, cares? That, that could explain some of the care. publicity I read. All right. Okay. Well, let's talk about this new album coming out, Something's Going On. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot going on uh, in this album because, you know, in, in terms of country music, what we what we hear and what maybe people might even expect mm -hmm. is not what you would expect to hear in this album. I heard that this is more of a reflective tone for you. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I um I worked on this album for a couple of years. I wasn't in any hurry. I didn't have a record label breathing down my neck telling me to get product out or whatever. So uh, myself and Mickey Jack Cones, who produced this record, we we just took our time and, and made the record that I wanted to make and did the songs that I wanted to do. And, and so it just ended up being, yeah, it ended up being a reflection of of where I am in my life and which I think all my albums have been, but this one maybe just a little more so. So, um, yeah, it is a reflective piece. All right. So, and, and the actual songs there, they range hmm. in content. Um, I hear hmm. that watered down is, is one of your favorites. It is my favorite. I've never done that before either. I've never picked a favorite. Nobody off. likes to say that, right? <laughs> no. Well, no, because it's like picking your favorite child, you know, I, I have five kids, and I may have a favorite, but I'm not going to tell you which one it is. <laughs> oh, they're going to listen to this and say, wait a minute, Dad. <laughs> wait, you have a favorite? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, songs are like that. You you go into the studio, and you pour your heart and soul into every one of these songs, and you hate to pick a favorite. But, yeah, you know, on this record, Watered Down, is my favorite song. It is the most poignant, um, reflective song on this record, and I just gravitate toward it for when whatever I hear, reason when i hear watered down i think about a drink is that yeah. is it about a drink is it about well a it uses that life? metaphor like, yeah it okay. uses that metaphor you know it, it the 
last line of the chorus is is we still love our whiskey it's just a little watered down ah. you know so you know the metaphor is i i may not be the guy hanging off the chandelier anymore but i'm at the party you know? <laughs> we so. like you at the party <laughs> and i also was uh i was moved by the story of recording whipperpools and and freight trains whipperpools mm. whipperwills whipperwills yeah, yeah yeah see and now i've learned what a whipperwill is oh you know and i, I was shocked to one. find out that people didn't know what a whipperwill was look, i i'm admitting I guess, now i had know, to look it up it's I a guess bird growing up in the south and 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 Hank Williams and all that, you know, you just assumed everybody knew what a whippoorwill was. I've been shocked to find out people didn't know. But anyway, yeah, I love that song. That was a song that I guess what you're referring to is I was, I couldn't get through that song. I had to stop about halfway through it and I just told Mickey, I said, you're just going to have to give me a minute and let me compose myself. I, you know, this song's tearing me apart. I'm going to have to take a break and I'll come back and finish it up, you know. So, okay, so I'm glad that, that, that songs can still do that to me. You know? So let's talk about why you needed a moment to step away from a song that, yeah. that on the on the on the surface looks like a song about birds and freight trains but it's more <laughs> it's more than that right it's it's about a memory and and we all know that music is the soundtrack of our lives but yeah. those sounds yeah. that you hear deep, reach deep down inside of you and can conjure up all kinds of different moments in your life is that is that what we're getting out of this yeah well i mean the song's just saying that you know i was haunted you know i was haunted and the whippoorwills and freight trains is just a metaphor for being haunted by by sounds you know and you hear those sounds and they wake you up in the middle of the night and and you know give you nightmares or make you wake up in a cold sweat and you know the song is just saying that i've, I've been through all that and i've gotten through it i'm on the other side of it now and now you know the river wheels and freight trains don't wake me up in the middle of the night anymore so wow that sounds like a that sounds like a you know something for a movie. It you know, whippoorwills like. <laughs> and freight trains are just that that go to metaphor in country music for lonely. You know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they are lonely sounds, and this guy in this song is incredibly was incredibly lonely, and but now he's getting through it, and so the whippoorwills and freight trains don't haunt him anymore. And boy, you hit a low note at the very end. Yeah, I think you? that may be the low, lowest note I've ever recorded. I've I've sang some maybe I've sang some lower notes than that in concerts and stuff, but I don't know that I've ever recorded one that low. And I did that for Buck Owens. Buck, I was in Buck's office one day and he was always giving me advice and I, he took me under his wing early on in my career and God, I loved him for it. And, and for a lot of other, just for the person that he was, but he was giving me some sage advice one day and he said, Trace, that low note that you sing, you need to do that in every song because that's, Son, that's really all you got going for you. <laughs> oh, come on now. I said, guys, what he said. And oh, he was serious man. as hard attack. I mean, he was, he was picking at me, but yeah. he, meant, he meant it, you know. That's what you have that nobody else has. Use that, you know, do that, you know. So. When did you know that you had that? Because I know that your father taught you how to play guitar. <laughs> well, he gave me a guitar. He didn't teach me how to play it. But <laughs> Here you go. Have fun yeah, with yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got, you know, my 10th Christmas, uh, Santa Claus brought a guitar, uh, I don't know why I never did get, I never did sit and really talk to him about that. Why? Cause he didn't play. Oh, okay. And then he paid a guy to give me lessons. And so all this is really his fault, <laughs> but you know, um, yeah, I, I started singing bass in a gospel quartet when I was 17. Mm -hmm. So, 
Yeah, I had a pretty low voice at, then. So, but know. did you ever? I mean, was there a moment where you went as low as you could go, and you and somebody like stood up and ears perked and applause <laughs> happened, and somebody said, "Okay, this is something special," because you're right, not a lot of people can do it. Uh, when I went to college, I was playing football in college, but I was also I took voice class mm-hmm. my first quarter, and at the end of. Uh, that quarter you had to go before a jury and audition to take private voice with a voice professor, uh, with a music professor. And so I went and auditioned and the professor that was there took me down the scale on the piano and then he took me up the scale and then he said, wait just a minute, I'll be right back. And he left and he came back with a bunch of other professors and (laughs) and he took me down, you know, as far as I could go. And then that was the first time that I, realized and then he took me back up the scale and that was the first time that I realized that I had a range that yeah like you said that ears perked up and they were like wow that's 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 a really again this sounds like another scene out of a movie I'm feeling like uh, Trace Atkins, or we're going to get some kind of a movie about your life at some point. Don't make that face. It could happen. You're telling great stories. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? He Bless her. At me I'm going to have to wait until <laughs> My mother, uh, and I hope that's a long time in the future, but I'll have to wait till my mother because she doesn't need to see that. Okay. She doesn't need to see the movie of my life. <laughs> doesn't need to know some of the other no, things. No, she happened. doesn't need to know all I that. see. I see. All right. So I hear that also you do, You speaking of movies, you have made appearances in movies, and I heard you mm. talking to uh, the, the gang with Fox and Friends about being in Deepwater Horizon. Mm hmm. Yeah. So tell me about, for for people who may not know, I mean, Trace Atkin fans who haven't seen the movie will now go out and see the movie because they know that you are in it and apparently whipping around Mark Wahlberg. Well, yeah, they, um, originally I was supposed to have a bigger part in the movie. I was supposed to play the crane operator, but I didn't have time in my schedule. And that's usually the way it's been. I've, I've averaged a couple of movies a year for the last five or six years, probably. And, and it's always been okay does it fit into my schedule is there a part that i think i can do is something i can pull off anyway so i didn't have time to do the bigger role in in the Deepwater horizon movie i was touring but they asked me if i could just come for one day and do a scene in the movie and i said ah, you know i don't want to fly all the way because i was up in the northwest on tour i said i don't know if i want to fly all the way to new orleans just to do one scene they said well you're you're beating up mark Wahlberg. And i said okay i'll fly down there <laughs> beat up Mark Wahlberg. Not that I don't, not that I dislike Mark. I love Mark Wahlberg. But anyway, so yeah, I was really honored that they asked me to be in that movie and I had a little tiny bit part in the end of it, but, but it was a powerful moment and it actually happened. I got to talk to the guy, Mike Williams, who Wahlberg was portraying in the movie. And before I did the scene, I said, did this actually happen? He said, not only did it actually happen, it happened right here in the lobby of this hotel. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it was powerful, and um, I was honored to be a part of that. Well, that's amazing. You've got this great album. You're out doing an 80-day concert tour. You're going to be hitting the USO circuit again. Yeah. uh, Doing that again. So thank you very much for that, uh, for your service to our military. It's it's always thrilling to see who's on that list. Well. Um, I I could talk to you for, I could do an hour, but we're, we're 
we're going to have to wrap it up because it's a podcast. Um, And, of course, a lot of people uh, remember seeing your face and hearing you on Celebrity Apprentice uh, with then Donald Trump before he was President Donald Trump. So uh, I know you've got a a lot of good stories to tell uh, on that. But uh, I I like what you said. What you see is what you get because that's kind of... Yeah, what, that's the gist of what is. we get. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Trace Atkins, thanks so much for being with us here. Fox Thank News Radio. Are. I'm Laura Engel. You've been spending a few moments with Trace Atkins on Fox News Radio. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com. Listen to Fox News Podcast shows ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or follow wherever you get your podcasts.